Welcome to the Party with Lance podcast. Starting the party in three, two, one. Here we go. Yo, what's up, nerds? Uh, that's what if that's how I started this podcast? What's up, nerds? Uh, but maybe I'm talking to the candy. You know, remember nerds candy? Good candy. Good start to this so far. Welcome back to the Party with Lance podcast. Lance here, podcasting again. As always, if you like the podcast and you would like to rate or review it on iTunes, that goes a long way. Um, yeah, what a what a world we're living in where all you got to do is just promote. Uh, you know, you you look on the whole. We're all on the internet, right? And that's the whole world is the internet. Doesn't matter what field you're in, it's the internet. I got into stand-up comedy because I wanted to be a stand-up comedian and be in front of people and tell jokes and make live people laugh. But the business has become about 95% other stuff, and a lot of it is the internet. And whatever field you're into, it's the internet. So, um, yeah, so if you would like to rate a review, or uh, we're all just hawking our thing, right? We're always just like, you know, me, 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 here's a photo, here's a new thing, look at my thing, my blog, my video, my podcast. It's a lot, man, it's too much. But welcome to this podcast. So, Lance here. A couple things, let's talk about it. Uh, What do we got? Coronavirus really taking off, huh? I I mentioned a few weeks back on the podcast that the coronavirus, I thought it it seemed like it was so much in the news and then not in the news at all. And now it's in the news a lot, the most, right? The most it's been so far. Uh, Getting a little scary. Um, You know, there's a lot of conflicting news sources if you look out there. the, the Trump team, I hate to even call them a team, you know, the Trump uh, gang, we'll say, or, or I, mean, I don't know if the gang is, or a cult, I don't know. The Trump uh, people or whatever saying it's not that big a deal. Um, but I think it's, uh, you know, it, the medical people seem to say it's a bigger deal than that. So we'll see, I guess, you know, that's what they keep saying. Well, you know, only time will tell how it all goes down. But uh, I'm trying to keep, keep my head cool as mu- much as I can, you know, trying to live life. Also, which made me think a lot, too, recently, is about, you know, the coronavirus or, or Trump garbage or, or just everything we see in the news. Has the world always been this crazy? Or, or is it actually crazier now? There's more people in the world, right? There's more billions of people now than there ever were. So, yes, it's crazier maybe just by the sheer number of more people doing stuff, perhaps. Uh, but is it crazier uh, apart from that? You know, I don't know if it is any crazier. If you look at anything in human history, you know, I'm reading this book, Sapiens, I keep talking about, and it goes, it talks about different, you know, uh, I guess kind of conquest or like, or really even like, you know, religious texts anywhere, like different conquest of different religious ideals going from continent to continent and, or, or even just, uh, I mean, a lot of things were religion backed, I guess, reading the book, right? Like British people coming over here or people going into different, I, I mean, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, a history person by any means, but, you know, it was, I guess, savage is the word, you know what I mean, people just come over and destroy full people who are already on certain places, so, you know, is the world any crazier than it's ever been, I don't know, I think it's kind of just been human nature, and the internet has just, talking about promoting stuff, the internet has just made it more accessible, right, like, this stuff's always been going on, you know, horrible stuff's been going on forever, and good things too, as well. That's high like that. The news cycle is also negative, right? Because it's it's uh, shock shock value or whatnot. So I think it's been going on forever. I think all this this stuff's been going on for a long time. It's just we didn't have the news like we have it now. Even 
15 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, right? Like maybe you'd watch the evening news and you caught up on some of the major stories around the news. Now it's like any news that happens, literally, if something happens right now, in, in name a country, it doesn't matter, I don't know, uh, Somalia, Japan, uh, wherever, right, Australia. Something happens literally right now, with the information's on our phone, literally like 30 seconds later, if not even live. We could be watching live videos and seeing the news go down right now. And then you're like part of the news, and you could comment on it, you could, and then what you comment could be the next news thing. It's like, and our, I don't think our brains are supposed to be seeing that much. You know, you're not supposed to know about everybody else everywhere in the world at all times, at all seconds, you know? So I think the world's probably, uh, that's going to be my, my theory. Listen, is, it, is there a way to fact check this? I don't know. But I think the world's probably always been crazy. Um, and all bad shit's always been happening. Good stuff too, again. But I think that the media or, or, or just the amount that we have coming at us, social media-wise, uh, internet, you know, news, TVs, screens are everywhere. It's just screens, computers, screens, TVs, phones. So I think we're just I think we're just seeing it, uh, and we're getting we're getting too much of it. So yeah, I think the world's probably always been this crazy. That'll be that'll be my my thing on it. Speaking of that, a little funky thing that happened. Uh, this happened uh, yesterday, I believe, in New York. Uh, some jets, some like two fighter jets, flew over New York. Every now and then that'll happen in New York, and they, and they don't warn you about it. You just be sitting at your office or or at home or wherever, and uh, you know maybe you're outside eating lunch. I don't know, and Two fighter jets just go directly from, a lot of times they go, for some reason, they go from, uh, I guess, south to north. I guess maybe they're going to, uh, I guess there's a naval base maybe, or or, or uh, Air Force base or something. North is my guess. I don't, I mean, listen, I know, maybe it's even in New Jersey, they're just doing some flyby or something. I have no idea where the, I maybe, I should maybe look that up about the naval base or the uh, air base. My, my thought is there's um, a lot, of, maybe a lot of people don't know this, but uh, just north of New York City, Let's say an hour, I don't know, 50 minutes, an hour, car ride, train ride, bus ride, is um, West Point. Uh, so in my mind, I'm like, oh, the Jets are going to West Point. But I don't know if the Jets are going off there. I don't know if there's a full, uh, like, air airplane thing there. So, But my mind, it's like, oh, they're just going up to West Point. But that's probably highly inaccurate. But I also, you know, maybe, I don't know. So, uh, you know, uh, these two, I'm going to say they're F-16s, I guess. I don't know. They're, I, I don't know Jets either. I'm not a Jet person. You know, perhaps there were like Thunderbirds or some kind of other, I, I don't know, I don't know what the fighter jet terms are, but um, then I started watching, uh, I did this a little bit this morning, uh, and uh, and yesterday someone, I started watching jet videos, and I think, and I was reading about what it takes to be a, uh, well, on a different note, I was reading what it takes to be like an army ranger, how hard that is, but, or even, I was watching videos also of uh, what it would be to be like a naval jet, uh, you know, an air, uh, like a fighter pilot, whatnot, and I think I could do it, I think I could have been a fighter, maybe that's a very ignorant statement, um, you know, we all think maybe we can do something till we actually give it a shot, but I think I have the, I have like the, uh, the organization and the coordination and a pretty good eyesight, uh, like I don't need, I used to have glasses way back when, but my eyes actually got better, that's a different topic, my eyes actually improved, they were very, very slightly off, just the one eye had like a slight astigmatism, but my eyes actually got better, and I don't need glasses at all. So I had, I always had 20/20 vision, and uh, I think I had my glasses to help my one eye get me down to 2015, which maybe a lot of people don't know that either. But 20 2010 is the best vision, and then 2015 is good, and 2020 is like what you're supposed to, trying to hit, right? Uh, and I guess it has to do with the distance that you. What is that? It's the the size font you see at 20 feet. Is that correct? That sounds right. 
right? So at 2010 is, I guess, at 20 feet away on the, you know, the little letter scale, you can see type 10 font, whatever, I, I think. Uh, I think that's what that is. I could be, again, I'm also not an optometrist or an ophthalmologist. You know, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I were. Although I'm sure there's eye doctor uh, podcasts as well, but that's not why I'm doing it. So um, these jets fly by, and I, I was I was just thinking, like, I think I could be, I think I, I, I'm the kind of, I like extreme stuff. You know, I, I surf, I skateboard. Uh, I used to, I snowboarded a few times, uh, but I've literally snowboarded maybe four times. And I like hit airs and stuff and do grabs and like the like some rails and stuff or like the uh, boxes I should say for very little snowboarding. Just guys surf and skateboard my whole life. But um, I think I could have been a fighter jet pilot. And maybe it's uh you know I think I could do the flying part. I don't think I could do the discipline part or the no you know what I couldn't be one. The discipline part or just all the regiment. I guess the regiment. Uh, all the stuff of like training like trying to I don't know what it takes to be one again. I don't I don't really know. But like staying up late like multiple times in a row and not eating. I guess just any, I'm thinking of any kind of like soldier type stuff. Like I would be terrible at that. Just kind of like, fuck this. I'm done with this. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep, take a hot shower and then get some food. So that's where I would fail on all that stuff. And I guess that's, that's part of it too, right? To be one, that's what you really need. Cause I got to put you, I was watching these interviews of these pilots and they were saying like, or these lieutenants or whatever. And they were saying like, you know, we put the people through this, through this uh, training so that how, or maybe this is the army ranger thing I was reading. You know, they put you in those to see how you're going to respond in crazy, you know, crazy environments. I think this was on, what is that site, Quora? Q-U-O-R-A? Uh, I don't know. You ever Google, like, what is something, and, like, this site Quora comes up, or, like, Ask Jeeves? I don't even know if Ask Jeeves are people using that anymore, but, like, the Quora, people will write, like, you know, their answers, and it was, like, one of the upvoted answers or whatever. But they, they put, them, they put the, the training people in these circumstances just to see how they're going to respond uh, you know, when, cause that's what's going to happen, right? You're going to be in a battle or something. Uh, that's how little I know I call it a battle, which maybe they call it a battle, but I'm just like, you know, you're in battle, but maybe you are. I don't know. I know it was very little about a lot of stuff. Uh, I know, I know a lot about a few things. There's like maybe three to four topics that I know a pretty good breadth of information about pretty much everything else. You know, and I think that's like most of us, because there's only so much time on this planet for any of us. You can't, you can't know it all, right? Like, you might know so much about like uh, coding. Let's say coding for like computers and games and internet stuff and apps development or whatever. But that doesn't mean you know anything about auto mechanic stuff. They're completely different. That doesn't mean you know anything about farming and agriculture. So, but maybe you do. Some people actually, I guess, do know more. Uh, a, a wide range of things than than some of us do, but I I know there's about two I don't know two to four things that I know pretty well. I know uh, stand up comedy very well in New York City. I know the I know the scene well. I know the comedians. I know the places. I know the things. Uh, and I know uh, surfing pretty good. Like following the surf tour, I know pretty decent compared to most. You know, I compared to the average person for sure. Uh, compared to a pro surfer, I mean no, not at all. But but I follow it, and I read up on it, and I watch some videos, and it, you know, and I surf, and uh, so obviously I know that pretty good. Uh, I know some outdoor stuff, okay, just because I grew up in Georgia, right? I grew up, I grew up uh, near the beach on Georgia, my town was rather, and uh, I guess I grew about 15, 20 minutes from the beach drive. But I know the ocean pretty good, and I know the woods pretty good. Um, again, maybe it, who are you comparing it to, really? You know. But I, I kind of like understand the ocean just because I grew up around it and I was surfed a bunch, been fishing in it, like all that kind of stuff. So uh, 
yeah, those are I, I basically know some ocean stuff, some wood stuff, surfing pretty good, stand up comedy pretty good, and there's like there's a, might be something else. Oh, I know OCD pretty good too because I've been in and out of therapy. I've talked about it before. Uh, again, I'm not a, a doctor, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, or whatever social worker, so I don't know it like that, or, or, or maybe a neuroscientist. But I've been in and out of it, and I understand it and the treatments and all you know how it manifests and what it is. So I know that too. So those are things I know pretty good you know um study politics in college i couldn't tell you anything about politics and especially now it's like what i studied is basically out the window with all the trump stuff and then again social media wasn't even around really i guess we had facebook when i was in college um but not like not like all this stuff twitter instagram youtube or youtube was around but like not this constant stream so even politics the way i learned it and i went i studied politics in washington dc i don't know how you're gonna do much better than that uh and I don't understand politics, so uh, the game's changed. Anyway, that's that stuff. But I fighter pilot, I like to think I could do it, even though, realistically, uh, trying other things and uh, knowing how hard they are, I'm going to say probably not. My ignorance says I could do it, but the when I really think rationally, I'm like, nah, I probably wouldn't be able to do it. You know, and I think a lot of us do that. You think, well, you ever see people like watch sports? They're like, oh, why didn't they catch it? Or why didn't they? I'm like... Dude, you're sitting on a couch drinking beer and popcorn. What are you talking about, you know? So uh, I think a lot of it's, and that's the thing, too, about something that's done very well, right? Something done very well looks so easy. Like, I, you know, I grew up skateboarding a lot, and I still cruise around from time to time. I hit a skate park every so often and try and do some little stuff and, you know, not break my ankles or whatever, smash my wrist or my face or whatever. But uh, when you see someone really skateboard well, you watch these videos of skaters like in pools. Uh, I follow a lot of skaters on Instagram, uh, and they're in pools because skating in pools is a big thing. And, and it's like, dude, they're flying. They're, the pool is already like 10, 12 feet like from the bottom to the top. We'll say 10 feet. And they're flying up and then flying out of it, doing a grab, spinning around, and going back in. And it looks so smooth. It looks effortless. I'm like, oh, I should just jump on my skateboard and like fly out of the top and, and come back in. And it's like, then I get on a skateboard, I can't even go down the other side. The small side of the pool, which might be like four feet because it's too steep for me because I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to face plant and then go down the deep end and go fly out the top. You're out of your mind, Lance. But when, but when you watch a video, you're like, oh, I could do it. That looks, they're so easy. Same with anything in life, right? Stand-up comedy. People are like, oh, I could do it too. It's like, it's a skill set, you know, and you could if you put the time in, just like I could probably skate, if I skateboarded every day for the next, ah, I mean, I'm flying out of the pool is still pretty advanced, but... You know, if I really dedicated myself, and that's the thing, we all could do anything if we really dedicate ourselves, but but it just takes time. Like stand-up comedy, you see someone do 30 minutes of stand-up, you're like, you, you know, or even 10 or or, uh, or 45 minutes or whatever, and you're like, oh, I could probably do that. It's like, dude, you couldn't, you think you could, because that person's made it look unbelievably easy. And I'm just saying that because it's my skill, right? I don't want to say, but that's any skill, right? They all look very easy. Um, until we actually jump in there and have to do it ourselves, right? Like, so fighter pilot jet, I probably couldn't do, even though I like to think I could. Oh, good topics there. Way to go, Lance. Another thing, my girlfriend and I, we just ordered, um, or she ordered, rather, a ukulele. Uh, some, I've been strumming that around the house. Uh, and, uh, I used to take guitar lessons in middle school, high school, oh, high school, high school. Uh, and it's actually different from what I was reading and even looking at like some of the chords, you know, got like a beginner's book. So the chords, it's like a whole different instrument. And that's what they said in some online things I was reading. It's tough. And, uh, you know, we were like, oh, maybe we'll both get ukuleles and play them around. And like, I think I'm out. I think I'm ukulele. I'm ukul- 
Euclid. I'm done euking. Euclid. I'm euclid out. Uh, I like it. We've had it for two days, and I'm done. Uh, I like, uh, you know, I'll pick it up and strum it from time to time, but I have no interest in really learning, uh, you know, all these different songs and spending my efforts and time doing that. Um, because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the music. Uh, I like music. I, I wish I could sing. I wish, that would be the one I could do if I could really do any musical instrument. Because the voice is an instrument, right? Let's say that. So I would sing. But uh, music just not in me. The desire to do it is not in me. The... You know, I guess we all hear lyrics in our head. Maybe we write them down or we come up with ideas or like, and maybe I guess we're all differently skilled, but music is not mine. I just, I don't love it that way. And I don't have the gift uh, of what, where jokes, jokes wise, I used to write every day for like an hour. I don't do that as much anymore, but like jokes just come to me now. And maybe, maybe that's because I've trained this skill in my, my brain, right? Like you watch funny people and there's like, they just think funny because their brain is, that's how it's, you know, it's just synapses firing, right? So it's like the more you do it, the more you're, if you talk to like a funny comedian, a big comedian, been around 20 years, 30 years, like they're going to be funnier than a banker. Like, again, there's outliers on every whatever, but like 99% of the time, that 25-year comedian is going to be funnier than a 25-year-old banker or a lawyer or a surgeon Just be, and vice versa, right? The comedian can't do the surgeon, the banker, the lawyer job. It's just a brain thing. So, uh, But jokes come to me now. That I, I always felt I was kind of goofy, kind of off. You know, people always say I'm weird, uh, which we all get kind of weird, but I'm, I'm quirky if you know me. I'm off. There's something off about me. I know what they are, some of them, but I also don't know all of them. I just do things in my own, in my own way, as we all do. So, uh, yeah, music is not my thing. It doesn't come to me. I don't have that gift. And here's the thing, too. You see people who do have that gift, right? Like, like when you see somebody who knows music, you're like, oh, my gosh, it, just, it like lives in them, right? Their excitement when they pick up an instrument or sit down at an instrument, I guess. I guess is piano the only one you sit down at? I guess you could sit with a few, right? Cello? I don't know. Um, but but when you sit or stand uh, stand an instrument, xylophone or I'm trying to think of other things you sit, but it doesn't matter. You don't really lay down and play that many instruments unless you unless you're doing it for effect. I guess maybe you're at a concert and you're laying down, but I can't think of any of that. You have to lay down. You know. I wonder about being upside down. How that makes instrument sounds like if you're upside down playing the saxophone, does it come out different? It's got to right because is it your diaphragm or somewhere in your lungs got to sound different. Because you're upside down and it's got to be, I don't know, that's an interesting thought, but I don't have the gift and some people have the music gift and you see it in them when you meet somebody like, man, they really, they're good at it. Same with people who are artistic. I also do not have artistic genes. Uh, I like art. I like to paint. I like to draw. I love anything creative, but I am not an artist. I don't have, I don't have that gift where some people just like, oh, you're like, you know, you can show them a photo and they'll just paint it in 10 minutes. You're like, oh my gosh, like how did that even happen? I don't have that one. I've tried. I spend five hours on it and it looks horrific and you're not even sure what it is. You're like, is that a bridge? And a bridge is not even that hard of a thing to draw, right? It's just <laughs> like two pegs up and a thing across. But people are like, is that, you know, you know, because I'm trying to add like details and, uh, 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 you know, a little thing. But it, but it, you can't tell it's a bridge. So I'm not artistic like that either. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I got on that rant, I guess. Okay, here we go. Um, another thing I'm uh, uh, a thing I, I don't do. I don't know where this fits into the podcast, but I don't like to put my phone near uh, my junk or my head. I don't like to do phone calls. I'm I'm nervous of these phones, man. They we haven't really they haven't been around long enough for us to understand. I mean, listen, they say the the waves in the phones are very not not invasive, I guess, or very minimal under the amount that could mess you up or whatever. 
But I don't like it. I don't like to put it near my junk. I don't like to put it near my head. Uh, because I don't know what those radio waves are doing, especially if it's hot. You ever charge your phone? They get hot sometimes. You've got a case on it, right? And you, you, you charge it for a half hour, you pull it out. It's like smoking hot. I'm not putting that thing next to my junk or my head. You kidding me? So I like to do phone calls on speaker. You call me, I'm going to do them on speakerphone. Uh, because I just, I mean, not with people around. I'll go to a quiet place if I can find one, or I'll just wait till I can get to a quiet place so I can find one. Because I'm not crazy about, I, I mean, listen, I will put the phone next to my ear if need be. But I'm not. I don't love. I don't love phone calls. Uh, with, with you know, especially if you're on a long phone call. Let's say 20 minutes, 45 minutes on the phone with somebody. Now you got to hold your hand up. Also, you got this hot thing on your head. I mean, it's like putting a toaster on your head. You know, like you wouldn't just pick up a, po- a toaster and put it on the side of your head. So I'm not crazy about putting phones next to my junk or next to my head. I will put it in my back pocket though, because uh, for some reason my head says that's farther away from my junk. But is it? I don't know. Maybe I can get a weird ass cheek. You know, I just dude, think about that. Years of putting my phone in my uh, I'm not gonna tell you which pocket. Well, does it matter? I mean, there's two pockets. Where do you get them? So putting it in my pocket, in my back pocket, my phone. Years of a hot thing sitting on my butt cheek. Am I gonna have like weird radiation in one butt cheek, or am I gonna have like uh, a, a weird? Is it gonna like cause skin to be like weird, melty? Or, like, veins on the inside of there, like blood. Th- I don't even know what's in a butt cheek. What if you just, I guess if you cut off a butt cheek, maybe it's just meat? I don't know. Man, again, another thing I don't know is medical things. I don't even know what's inside of a butt cheek, you know? There's probably all kinds of stuff in there. There might be veins, there might be muscles, ligaments, things. My my instinct says it's just like uh, it's just like meat, you know? It's maybe like a calf, you know? Although your calf's got... Listen, man, I know very little about the human body. Not my field. So, uh, no idea what I'm talking about at this point. Oh, phones. Yeah, don't put them near there. Um, also, I don't know if I talked about this before or not. As a, You know when you're young doing anything? This happens a lot in stand-up comedy, too. I, I say any field, though. When you're young, you take hits, right? Like, let's say you're like, you're like 19, 20, 21, just entering, 21, 22, entering the workforce, whatever, maybe younger. I, you know, I had a job. My first job, I was 15. I was, worked at Chick-fil-A in the South, uh, Years ago, right? That was I'm 36 now, so you know before the whole gay thing went down with Chick Fil A. As you know, when you're young, but anyway, like when you, when I start when I first started stand up comedy, you meet older comics. And sometimes they would be really mean, and uh, or, or just like bitter because you were a new young person coming up, or they were just mean people. But when you're young, I didn't always realize that they were mean. I was like, oh, I'm just like, well, I'm paying my dues. I guess this is how it goes. I guess it's just like, oh, okay, I'll take that. And now that I've gotten a little older, I'm, you know, I'm 36. I've been doing stand-up over 15 years now, as I talked about on the last podcast. I hit my 15-year anniversary. It's like, and there's there's new young comedians coming up, right? They're 19. They're 21. They're 26, right? And like, and I'm like, and I just try and say, what's up to everybody? Like, and you know, oh, oh, but the fact now that I'm a little older, and when I met, you know, when I first moved to New York, when I was I moved to New York when I was 20, uh, 22. I started stand up at 21 in D.C. and then moved here at 22 after I graduated college. And and I met some people that were probably around probably 30, probably 35, maybe 40. And I was like, I took hits from them because I was like, I was like, oh, I guess I'm paying my dues, I guess. And now that I'm a little older, I'm like, oh, that person was just an asshole. That person was just a piece of shit. So that's something to keep in mind. Like, you know, uh, you, when you're younger, you think that you're just paying your time, but not always. Some people just are assholes, and you don't realize till you're like of an age where you're like, you know, oh, that person's just a dick, you know. So, yeah, 
it's not sometimes it's uh something got in my eye. Something's always getting in my eye on these things. Um okay. Oh, here's something interesting to think about. The other day I did this. I I'm 36, I've been saying, and I let's say I make it to 80 years old. You want to do something that might freak you out, which I, I think maybe is a positive thing. I just say I make it to 80. So what I did was do 80 subtract 36. What is that? I'm bad at math. Is that 40 uh 44? I did it on a calculator, but 44 years, right? Let's say if I make it to there. Then times it by, what is it, 356 days in a year? And it was like 15,000 something, I believe. So it's like, that's how many days I got left if I make it to 80. Listen, I hope to make it to 100. I hope, I hope to, to be live a long life. But let's just say 80, because that's around male life expectancy. It might be 76, 77, 78, whatever. So let's just say I make it to 80. If I got 50,000 days left, it's something to think about. It's like every day one of those ticks off, you know, and that's if I make it that far. But every day that number gets a little smaller, and it's like, man, you got to make every day really count. It's a good, it's a little scary because, like, geez, there's only 15,000 days, or is that a lot of days? But, like, days go by so fast, it's really not, you know? So you got it makes me really think, like, man, you got to make these days count because I don't have 30,000 days, right? What would that be? How many, 80? That'd be 40. No, there's no way. Just math-wise, I don't have 30,000 days. I have under... It's probably under 20, uh, 25. You do the math, right? I mean, you don't have to. If you like to do math, you can. You can pause right now and do math. I don't like math personally, but you could do the math if you like. So uh, just something to think about. Like, you don't really have that many days, so it's uh, make them count. You know, make the days count. And that's something I'm always trying to work on, and I think a lot of us are always trying to work on. So those are the topics there. Um, hmm. I'm going to keep this podcast short. Doesn't need to be a long one this week, you know? Anything else to hit here? Um, oh, here's a fun thing you can do. If you're looking for something fun to do, uh, uh, here's a joke I've decided that is always funny, and I don't quite know why, but let's say you're at a party, or or even sometimes uh, if I'm in, like, if I'm just, like, sitting in the living room with my girlfriend, I will take a photo of myself... Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's two ways to do it. You can take a photo of yourself or the other person. There's something funny about sending a photo, taking a photo of someone from across the room, and then texting it to themselves. Let's say you're at a, like a house party, right? A Saturday night, you're at a house party, whatever. And you, if you're sitting on one end and someone, your friend is on the other, and you take a photo of them and then send it to them, it's hilarious every time. And I'm not quite sure why. It's just always funny. Maybe it's because, one, it's a surprise. No one's expecting to get a photo of themselves. And I guess because maybe when you get it, you always look different than you think you do, right? Because you're experiencing something from one vantage point with your eyeballs, you know, if you got them, or your ears or whatever, or maybe smelling stuff, I don't know. You might, That's your vantage point. So then you see yourself from a different vantage point, and it's never as cool as you thought it was going to be, or uh, uh, or what you were doing, you know what I mean? You're, you're like itching your eyeball, or you're like bent over in a weird position talking to somebody. Like, it's never, it's never as... It's never as, uh, I don't know, it's something very funny about it to me, though, that, that when you send that photo, but that's always a fun trick you can do, a fun joke. So some of my girlfriend are just in the living room, like she's on one and I'm on the other, like maybe we're both reading or something. I'll send a photo of, I'll, I'll take a photo of her reading and then text it to her. And it gets a laugh every time. I don't, I don't know why. Um, I, I don't, but I think, you know, what I just described, but there might be other reasons why. But that's a great, that's a great fun joke you can do that works, I'm going to say, 99% of the time, you know, and that's a high percentage rate for jokes. Is there a joke that works every time? And, you know, I think there might be. I think there is a joke. I might have talked about this before in a podcast. I believe I did. But farts. 
Farts are pretty much 100% success rate of hilarious. No matter what the scenario is, because even if you get in trouble, if you're like a kid and you get in trouble by your parents or something, it's like they're laughing or like you're trying to hold... Someone's laughing somewhere. A, a good fart does not go unlaughed. And for a various of reasons, right? It's like we're in a serious environment. We're not supposed to. Oh my gosh, someone... It's like, it's always funny. It might be 100%, you know? Uh, it might be 100% hilarious every time. I can't really think... It, 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 one person might be mad or a few people might be mad, but there's always a laugh going on somewhere during that experience. So that might be the most, the most sure proof most sure proof uh, hilarious thing is farting that I could think of, you know? What else is kind of like that that is always funny? Um, people falling down, some people like that. I don't like that because some of the people get hurt. I don't like it. I don't like anything where somebody gets hurt. That's never that's never good. Um, mm, although maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something else that is always hilarious. Um, hmm. Don't know. I don't got it. Also, let's talk about this. I don't know if I talked about this. I don't. I'm, I'm getting to a point. This is episode 15 of the podcast. Well, I don't know what I've talked about and what I haven't. I Listen, I, I make notes about it at each podcast, and I put it on my website where I put it, uh, the description and whatnot. So I could go back and kind of see, but I don't, I don't put everything that I talk about on there. And I'm just forgetting, you know? And I don't have a guest, so it's like, uh, you know, I, I, it's not like I'm having a different story from the guest each time. But whatever. Uh, some I'll say on social media, back to where I kind of started talking about this, this episode. Uh, if you are on social media and you just post photos of just yourself, did I talk about this? I might even talk about it last week. If it's just you on social, you go to someone's Instagram. I, it's, it's crazy as I feel like social media just is Instagram now, right? Like I guess some people are still on Twitter, but I, I don't know. It's basically Instagram. So if you go to someone's Instagram page and it's like, you know, a thousand photos of just them, that's a psychopath, you know, like, it's, like, so ego-driven, although I guess it depends on your field a little bit, like, if you're a gym person, I don't know, it's just so crazy, if you got photos of just you, you're a psychopath, you know, it's very ego-driven, here's my face at this angle 75 times, here's me doing this thing 100 times, it's like, you're a psychopath, I'll just say that, if you got photos, like, you, it's okay to have a few of yourself, you know, you had a good moment, you want to remember it, you want to enjoy it, uh, but you got to have some with some other stuff going on. You doing something or, or doing, you know, uh, ideally with people. You had a dinner with people. You're, at a, you're doing at an event with people. You, you know, uh, but this photo, you go to someone's page, and you're like, oh, my God, it's just photos of them repetitively? That's a psychopath. Uh, that's, the ego, that's the ego thing there. So that's that. All right, I guess that'll be it for this week. Um, yeah, let's keep it this length. What's, what's today? Um, this is going to come out Sunday. So Sunday, what is that? Is that March 1st? Yeah, March 1st. So, you know, February is over. So let's have a, let's have a good March. You know, let's do it. Let's march it up. Is that the right thing? March it up. March, march forward. March on. I don't know. It's March. It's going to be March when you listen to this because it's not coming out till then. So let's have a good March. And, uh, you know. Summer's on the way. How about that? That's very exciting. It's going to be a big summer. I'm going to be surfing a lot, so or as much as I can, given uh, my schedule, time commitments, whatnot. And the ocean, let's be honest. The real beast, the real, uh, the real uh, dictator of surfing is the ocean. You know, ain't, there's no waves, ain't no surfing, you know? Um, and I got wave pools and whatnot. That's becoming more of a thing. But in general, the ocean is what dictates the surfing, right? So we'll see. If Mother Nature... Mother, they say Mother Nature. Uh, 
father nature, mother nature. Um, you know, if mother nature cooperates, there will be in my schedule and my body. Oh man, there's so many factors and my body, right? Like you got to have a healthy body to be able to surf. So yeah, a lot going on there to get to anything. Um, yeah, like to get some surfing in. Okay, that's it, everybody. Again, if you like this podcast, if you want to rate or review it on iTunes, that'd be super cool. I also have a Patreon. It's a patreon.com slash party with Lance. I'm on all the social media things at party with Lance. Again, I talked about this at the beginning of the podcast, and the world is about promoting. So you got to promote uh, as shitty as it is. That's the game. Well, I hope you guys have a good day, and let's have a good March. See you next week. Peace.